everybody, and welcome into the Westwood Living Podcast Network. Tom Lydon with you, coming to you from Hale Education today. Sitting across the table from Eric Arnold, who's the executive director. How are you? Great, Tom. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Plenty Perfect. to talk about. And we should also introduce, to my right, uh, who you cannot see, Murray. Oh, who just rolled over to have me rub his belly. Yeah, he's an important uh, um, uh, part of the staff team here. He attends every meeting. He always checks in on people, and he sometimes, you know, makes sure that everybody's, you know, on on their game. He's great. Uh, so you may hear Murray shake, yep. or, or if something does, he bark. Is, is he a barker or no? You know, if somebody knocks on the door downstairs, maybe he'll get up and run down the stairs. But other than that, he's just gonna lie here like yeah. a good old, you know, comfortable pup. Pretty chill. Yeah. Pretty chill. Well, yeah. I, I should share a story with you before we get chatting here. Uh, sure. You said one of the best things that I've heard in the 20 months that we've been putting together Westwood Living. Boy, it, this it, is a, a good lead in right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in one of our first meetings, which was done by Zoom, you said, you know, this thing's just irresistible. <laughs> I find myself sitting yeah. in bed and flipping through it. And yeah. I was like, can I please record that? <laughs> Because that's yep. the essence of what we're trying yeah. to do. You know, we yeah. want to create some local content. And I certainly believe that Hale Education is such a pillar of yeah. what Westwood stands for. Yeah. And you're such a part, a huge part of this community that I, it felt incomplete without you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. once we added the what's happening at Hale yeah. feature, it's like, okay, now yeah. we're cooking with gas. So I that's appreciate great. that. And I well, it's great to be support. a part of it because I, I do think, you know, you've done a nice job putting something together that is, you know, is giving some good information for folks in town, which is important. So. Let's hop into some of the things that are important to Hale and things that people have talked about and things that people may not know because in the short amount of time that I've gotten to know you and Greg, I've learned things about Hale that I didn't know, seen buildings I didn't know existed. So you get a chance to open up people's (laughs) eyes a bit. If you would give an overview of what your goal is, what your mission is, and how yeah. you aim to achieve that each and every yeah. day. Why don't I just give you that opportunity first to do so? Sure, no, I appreciate that. You know, Hale Education, been around for a long time. You know, we've been in uh, in the community for over 100 years as an organization, and it really was founded on this idea of getting kids outside, getting them in the woods, having a, a, an experience where they could really grow and flourish in a space that was safe, comfortable, and, and fun and energetic. And that sort of theme has run throughout our history um, the programs have evolved, as you can imagine, over a hundred year period. And today we really kind of focus on this idea of creative education experiences in an outdoor setting where folks are really having that education and recreation opportunity. We kind of think of ourselves as focused on five key components uh, that, are, that really drive a lot of what we do. That is reimagining learning, thinking about how learning can be different and how different spaces force us to learn differently. It's about building community and how community is a common and, and important thread in our lives as human beings. Community is so important for us. In addition to that, it's about equity and recognizing that there are some challenges in our communities where not everybody's had the same experiences and how do we make sure that we are building that up and knowing that you know equity is important and that matters to us as well as does wellness and that is a key component to who we are is about how we staying healthy and well and then there's the nature component and with those sort of five sort of pillars to what we do we are really out there thinking about designing programs and giving people great opportunities um, in this space and within the programs that we offer. I'm intrigued about your pathway to your current job. Yeah. Because was it more a passion for nature, a passion for education? I guess there's a cross section there, but how did you end up yeah. getting to the point where you were the executive director of Hale? Yeah, it's a good question. I, 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 um, 
had spent a lot of time in the outdoor space. My dad actually was a, a camp guy. And so uh, he was in that space of in the outdoor outdoor education and recreation world. And I had spent some time working with him. Um, just sort of that became part of what I was doing in my life. I worked at a bunch of different camps. And then I was a teacher for a while. I taught at Beaver Country Day School. And, and I had a wonderful experience doing that in the classroom. But it was interesting going into the classroom and being a classroom teacher sort of reminded me why I loved learning and education and the experiences that had mattered to me to bring me outside. And I met my predecessor through working on a board of directors. And when he was retiring, he, wonderful gentleman, Jim Early was just a, a fantastic guy. And I had great respect for him. And he sort of said, you know, you might want to apply for this job. So that's kind of how I ended up landing here in, in, in that way. Which leads us to a relatively big announcement, which was yeah. made a few days ago that yeah. Your tenure as executive director is not until eternity. It has it has a finish line. <laughs> it does so have give, a finish give line. Give us an update on that. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. You know, I've been here uh, over 22 years. Really, this organization is so important to me. It's been such a part of who I am. It is sort of uh, and to my family. You know, we've been lucky to live in the community, to be a part of this. Our kids have gone to every program. My wife has been actively involved in Hale. It has meant a ton to us. And I also know that things aren't forever and that um, uh, there are good times that make the most sense to, to step aside. And I think Hale is at a really great point. We've done so many amazing things that it would be really great for the organization to, to have some different energy, some different thinking, some other ideas come in at some point. And, you know, personally, I'm at a, I've done this, for, as I said, it'll be 23 years. It won't be till the end of August next year that I'll be leaving. So there's a, a long runway mm -hmm. sort of in that sense. And, um, and personally, you know, I, I think there's more to do. I'd like to do something else. I don't know what that is at this point. I'll see how that plays itself out in the future. There's nothing that I'm jumping to at the, at the moment. But, uh, you know, there's a right time for these things. And it's been feeling like that for a little while. And uh, so that's, that's where things are, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I know that's a little bit of a mixed bag of emotions for everybody. It is. There's people after two decades oh. of very hard work who yeah. uh, trust you, know you. They yep. want to do business with you, and yep. they're yep. valued partners who are going to hear this news, and I'm sure are saddened by it. But for you, it's a personal journey, and yeah. it's a personal choice. So, congrats. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and you know, it is. It's and it's it's a personal journey, and and the the again, as I said, this place is going to mean so much to us forever. You know, as a family, and we're grateful to have been able to be a part of it. Let's talk about the sustainability of Hale, yep. and how yep. you keep it operational, because yep. there is membership. Yeah. And that's the easiest way that somebody yeah. can, quote unquote, yeah. support it. But while yeah. you're doing that, you're also benefiting from everything that Hale can offer you. So walk sure. people through really how they become engaged with the community and how they can benefit from being a member and what they can do beyond membership to yeah. be supportive. Yeah, we, we do have a, we have a membership program. It's It's a very typical sort of membership as you might have at a museum or at another space like that and it provides that opportunity to sort of step in and be a part of programs learn about things we offer some free events and some free activities for folks who are members um, and then it gives you access to a lot of other programs that we have going on and you know uh, as has been the case for a long time, Hale has sort of seen itself as a key member of our community and offering opportunities for in so many different ways. And that includes our, our family community beach program, which in the summers, you know, so many people have joined over the years. Our, you know, it's like a family camp sort of opportunity. You're out there in the woods with your family and kids growing up in a really safe, great space that is includes 
the whole household involved, which is great. And then, you know, people end up landing at our summer camps, which is a great space. Um, we They thrive. We've got so many different unique ones, whether it's the mountain bike and the adventure and then our real traditional day camp programs, which are great. So those are sort of a couple ways people end up landing here. But I also think what's important is that Hale, we see ourselves as this community center, community resource. And the fact that folks can come and hike on, be on the trail sort of on their own, own time, their own space, their own way to interact is is a great option, I think. And um, I've been, you know, as I hear people talk about their experiences with Hale, some of the really interesting and sometimes most powerful ones are how people have used Hale as a outdoor recreation center that has furthered them in so many ways, whether it's wellness, it's health. Some people have struggled through some real personal things and the trails have been part of that for them. It's been really, it, hearing those stories just makes me feel great about what this place does for the community. Yeah, That is cool to hear. Yeah. That, that's a, a neat testimonial that I'm sure you must get emails and, and thank yous every day from yeah, people who do hear from folks. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. We talked about the one big headline being your yeah. departure in August. We would be remiss not to talk about yeah. how Hale has most notably been in the news yeah. over the last six months. And I play neutral observer here because yeah. I will not pretend to be an expert in this category. Yeah. But this tell people what, as an organization, Hale is looking for, yeah. looking to achieve, what's your pathway to a successful finish, a yeah. successful conclusion? Sure. Uh, I just want to give you the stage right now to sort yeah. of share your vision. No, it's great. I appreciate that. And, you know, we as an organization set out in 20, 2018, 2019 to really think about a couple key things for the organization for long-term sustainability. And one is how do we make sure that our programs have the resources? How do we have the backbone, the financial backing that get, that can help us last forever? You know, for many, many years, we, we, we operate a great solid business but there's you know we have this incredible asset that's our land so it was this idea of you know how do we uh, capture um, and thrive on our program and have our programs advance, but also make sure that the land is protected forever. And what is interesting and most people don't realize, and many people in, in our local communities don't know, but Hale's land is not protected from development. And it, it could be sold at some point if the organization fell into hard times, ran into problems. So we've tried to actively eliminate that by moving towards a conservation restriction on the property. And that conservation restriction ends up actually guaranteeing the land cannot be developed, can't be into the hands of a developer and lots of homes put in here or some other businesses put in here. And so we've been working on that for quite a few years. To do that, we've been trying to sort of, we've been trying to raise $46 million and get ourselves to a, a financial transaction that allows you to put a restriction on the land, decrease the asset, the value of the asset, which right now is upwards of 90 plus million dollars. And decreasing the asset once you restrict the use is a is a financial transaction the board has to really make sure that they feel good about. So we set out, embarked to raise $46 million. Our plans were to raise um, 26 plus through private philanthropy. Um, we have uh, we have just exceeded 23 million on that, so we really have had great success there. And we had been talking with the towns of Westwood and Dover about how they could participate through some municipal support, given that the land is owned in the towns, and be part of holding that conservation restriction. And we we continue some of that dialogue with the towns. It is tricky. The towns are are complicated and important. You know they've. Got 
got a lot of important priorities that, that matter for them. And so we're still trying to figure out how they can participate. At this point, we recognize that we're going to need to raise more money to accomplish this goal. I, I think that's just a key priority for us. And so, but we're, we're feel really good about the conservation restriction component to this effort. As you said a minute ago, Tom, I'm not going to be here forever, right? My timeline is, is not, is not that much longer. And one of my biggest fears has always been that at some point this organization falls into really hard times and a chunk of this property is in jeopardy. And to me, that just doesn't feel mm. good. And so we really set out to say there's a way to do this that we can make that not a potential concern in our communities. And land protection is important today. You know? Okay. So I just absorbed all yeah. that. That's the first time I've really heard the pitch, the, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Understanding it as a it's, citizen, as a resident. Yeah. Yeah. and. I got to ask the question. So how does it affect me? Great question. You know, I think if the, if the town of Westwood decides to be really actively involved in this and if they're able to participate in a way that makes sense for them to be part of the conservation restriction, in theory, the town would be investing in this process and they'd be investing in uh, holding of the conservation restriction. I, I'm not sure that that's going to happen or not at this point, right? But if they were to, they would then be... Uh, there'd be a, a financial transaction that would come to hail. And mm -hmm. in that case, the town would have to figure out where's that money going to come from. And if they right. did, they would, it may be that they would go out and bond it. I don't, I don't, that's really up to our local officials to figure out how they would address that, right? It's not for me to say exactly mm -hmm. how that would work, but typically it might be that they would do what they've done with a school project or something else. And we initially spoke with the towns about, you know, would the town consider $10 million towards this project? Would Dover consider $10 million? And, you know, we're, we're still trying to figure out the best way, the best pathway and what makes sense with the town um, and whether or not there's something there. Yeah. That sounds like it's a part of your job that's evolved over the years that you probably didn't anticipate 22 years ago. Oh, you hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> I had no idea I'd really be doing this. Although the idea of protecting Hale's land in perpetuity has been a discussion for over 25 years. And in fact, at my first board meeting, it was a topic of conversation about how do we guarantee in perpetuity that this land is here? And I think the other side is we see, you know, our, our climate challenges, acknowledging that protecting 1,200 acres this close to Greater Boston today to guarantee it's going to sit this way in perpetuity, there's a real value to that. And that's really important. You know, there hasn't been this much land open for discussion to be conserved uh, in the Greater Boston area since Olmsted was doing what he did back in the early 1900s. It's been over 100 years since 1,200 acres has been able to be protected in perpetuity forever if we can get this this project complete. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So th those are big numbers, and that's yeah. a, a big issue. Hopefully those who've been driving around or sitting at their kitchen table listening to this have gotten something out of this. I, got I some hope. information that they probably didn't know because yeah. one of the things I've enjoyed learning about Hale is that you are accessible. And yeah. as the leader, if people do have questions, they can reach out, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we are, we, you know, again, we think of ourselves as sort of a community center in a weird way. And so, you know, come on and knock on the door, be in touch, whatever it is. I think it's, it's, yeah, we like to see people engaged in what we're doing, ask questions. We have been working hard on this conservation project. And because we've been talking a lot with our friends at, at Town Hall, you know, there's been some things we've been sort of holding back on because it's a little bit of a negotiation process. And we just want to be respectful of that reality. Um, but it does get people saying, well, sort of what's going on over there? What's, what's happening? And so by all means, please ask. We'll be gonna, we're going to start holding some more sort of internal town hall sort of style meetings to, to give people some opportunity to engage both probably virtual and in person as well. So. That's great. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time here today. 
Congratulations on the news. Thank you. Uh, all Thank the you. best to you in the future. If you want to Thank come you. aboard Westwood Living, I could use good people. <laughs> oh, gee, that's, that's great. I promised myself I'm not jumping in anything right away, Tom. So all right, hey, you that got, was you got nice. eight months was, to think about it. Was this my first job offer? <laughs> it might be, right? I think there's going to be many people who line up behind me. No, they're probably going to offer you a little know. bit more than I can. But uh, that's Eric Arnold, the uh, executive director at Hale Education. And thank you for your support and for the support of your entire team. And nothing but the best for you. And I'm so glad thank we're partners and I can help and we can both continue to grow together. Yes, great. Appreciate you doing all this stuff. All right. That's the very latest from the Westwood Living Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, oh,